0: welcome to the financial health and wealth show heard right here on my talk every sunday at 10 a.m and available to podcast and listen to anytime at mytalk1071.com keyword wealth here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep financial carla and cassandra with hosts miss shannon Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth
1: Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Ms. Shannon here with the mother-daughter team as we are getting everybody in line because sometimes it just takes a minute to line everything up. But uh, Carla, I know that you are with us already, right? Yes, I'm here. Hello, I'm hello, hello. Hey. We are going yes, to uh, we're going to align everything. So we also have as uh, this is a good metaphor as far as getting things in line with your financial health and wealth and all of those things. We also have to line up our technology. So we already said hello to Carla, Miss Cassandra. Are you with us yet? Not yet. Okay, so we are going to call her up. So, Producer Sandy's going to go in there and work some magic. And in the meantime, Carla, I don't know if you saw it, because I know that you do not monitor all of your email over there at ClearStep Financial, but I am officially registered for your Tuesday webinar that's coming up. So, thank you for reminding me about well, that. Well,
2: is that wonderful? Yes, you know, so let's remind the, everybody else
1: about it as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, and I hope that this is a message out for everyone, whether you're... A newest investor or whether you're a very seasoned investor, maybe you're retired already, but the educational program is this coming Tuesday, financial basics. So, so many basic concepts that sometimes through time and life, we forget about the things that are so important to achieve our financial goals, whether it's on our way to retirement or, you know, ultimately that's a goal for most people is retirement, right? We want to save, so eventually, uh, you may not need to work, or it just opens up options for you, maybe to travel or go places or, you know, some people want to work longer into their 60s and 70s, and, and that's okay, too. It, it but, but to open up those options is so important. Right. But there's some very basic concepts that if we can follow and learn about them and just remind ourselves about them, that's what we're going to go through this coming Tuesday at 630, and you just go to... Uh, ClearStepFinancial.com and click on events and sign up and register for our uh, free virtual educational webinar on financial basics. And
1: the other reason why it's so great to get these basics uh, just under your belt is that it does just free up your... Emotional and mental bandwidth for other things is going, okay. this little piece, I know that or I have enough information that I can make moves that I think are grounded in some variety of reality. (laughs) And then you can go on to whatever the next thing is. And I think that that's one of the things that's best about having these basics under your belt.
2: You know, it's such a good point about the the, about the capacity that we have in our brain. Right. So but and there's some basic things through time, whether no matter where we're at in our financial goals uh, scenario that you can do if you follow these basic principles, you have the ability to increase performance and decrease risk and have, like you said, just a secure, happy retirement that you can go to bed at night. You know things are taken care of. You know these principles will benefit you throughout your whole life no matter what where you're at in that journey in it's, your financial financial journey. Exactly. Which is a part of us every day. And that's one of the great fits
1: for people like me who are going, Okay, I never had a financial advisor before, but I just want to know more about my personal finances. I want to be able to make decisions that I feel are based in some sort of logical mindset versus me just guessing and feeling that maybe I'm just throwing my, my future as far as my finances go into the wind. And that's so much of what you do over at ClearStep And, and, and that educational focus is one of my favorite things about what you do.
2: Right. We sure do want to uh, educate. So we, we hope that you can join us on the financial basics. We have other virtual webinars that are listed on our website and you are You're welcome to register for those as well. We have an estate planning one coming up here right after our financial basics is coming up in a couple of weeks in February. Um, so we just want to make sure that uh, those are out there and we focus on educating and teaching about money and finance. And that's what our focus is. That's what we want really to help people with and the community and just help people across our nation and to as be we, able to, we sh- as we to make us those right.
1: Yes, you are doing yep. the right it's thing. I'm there? sorry. I'm like, we're just, yeah, we are just double dutching right now. So I was going to say, as we bring Cassandra into the conversation, I want to remind everybody, the securities and advisory services offered through Harbor Investment Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. And and this is, like I said, a good metaphor for what you do so often with your finances. So Cassandra, um, I was thinking of you because you and I still need to get together and talk. But I started working on my taxes. <laughs> yeah. And as I'm working on my mm-hmm. taxes, and I, but here's the thing. I... It sounds, you know, people are like, wow, you get excited about doing your taxes and I'll use the word excited, but I'm also it's more of a I appreciate this time of year because I really go through. All of my finances and see, like, it's one of the times of year where I'm like, you really know where you are <laughs> when, when right. you start going through that. When I start going through all of my folders of receipts for last year and the emails that I kept of, of things that are supporting my business or my rental property and all those things. And it is a very complex onion, you know, that we have to unwind and working <laughs> with you helps a lot. Cause at least I know if you have these particular layers, then the rest will mm-hmm. fall into
0: place. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think an onion is a good metaphor, too, because at times it can be painful and we want right. to cry, but mm-hmm. other other times maybe not as much, and there's all different uh, onions out right. there. So
1: I've been running but, water you, on my yeah. onions. I'm peeling it under the water, and so things yeah. are less teary than they used to be. I'm preparing. Well, <laughs> right? Which
2: is why, you know, right? It's some, some hacks. It's not as bad. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> and what was the other right. way you were saying, Carla?
2: Well, the other way to look at taxes is that you know, you pay taxes, right? We, we, we're part of a system where mm-hmm. we have to pay federal and state taxes. But um, if you live in a state, that you pay state taxes. But at the same time, you know, it's to be thankful for the earnings that we have, the ability to have uh, profits in our lives, and those are – Those are uh, things to be appreciative for if we just look at it a little, maybe a little bit differently. Right.
1: No, I am very hashtag positive about the opportunity to do this. Like the fact that Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there going, oh, wait, I have the skill set to go. No, you did. This is where, you know, even the little reminders of, you know, you can still put money in your 401 or in your IRA. You can still this. And like the fact that I've done those and that I have a piece of paper that I have to put into the tax program that says I have put money in my investment accounts. That is very mm-hmm. empowering to go, oh, I do have that piece of paper, you know, and my mm-hmm. taxes are complex for a reason. I appreciate that. And hopefully other people are out there going, no, I appreciate the complexity in my
0: financial life because that means you're doing something well. <laughs> like, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted to piggyback, too, on what you guys were both uh, mentioning about the the different events and the webinars because there's been a number of people that have already registered for webinars out into the summer and fall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's really smart because if you go on there and you see a topic you really like, sometimes we can forget about things. But if you do register for any of the topics this year, they will send you reminder, emails, and so forth. We'll get those out to you to make sure that you remember when they start coming up. And then you can get the information. Right. And I that's really just on our website, com under Events.
1: And so this time of year, I, I think it's a good thing. We're going to talk a lot about those retirement myths that come. Uh, it's when we're talking about retirements, Cassandra and Carla. Are there buckets of things that people all go, oh, I thought this. And you're like, no, 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 no. That's not right at all. Some. Well, yeah,
2: there are. I say and, there are. Mm-hmm. and one of the first is is the Social Security bucket that people think that Social Security is going to be enough for retirement, that I can retire maybe off of Social Security and and some savings. You know, years ago, we would people would retire. Like, I look at my father, who was passed two years ago, but he retired, and he had a pension, a small pension, but he had a pension, uh, Social Security, and some of his own savings. But he lived a very meager lifestyle. Uh, he was able to make it and be comfortable, but so. But we think that Social Security is going to be there enough for us, and it may or may not be according to the, the income that we want in retirement. You know, I was talking to a client just the other day, and uh, they said, yeah, Social Security went up, but so did the Medicare payments. Oh, so,
0: okay. Uh, you
2: know, we have to keep these things in perspective. Does that particular well, so myth, did so
0: many things. So right. did so many things we spend money on,
1: right? Did that particular myth, is that kind of a generational thing where it depends on where you are as far as age, whether you lean into that myth or not?
0: I think so. I think so. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think that there are a number of people that we talk to that are in their in their young you know, that they're more on the younger side and they've got a little bit more time before retirement. I think more and more people in that Category are saying I don't want to factor in Social Security, or if it's there, then it'll just be a bonus,
2: right? So, so, but that is still a myth out there that people mm-hmm. close to retirement are are looking at uh, Social Security, and I would say most people aren't looking at it alone solely. Uh, there are other incomes that we factor in with Social Security, but it's just important to. To understand that we just we, we don't want to depend on that, as a, and we don't know what the future holds for Social Security. There's a lot of uncertainties. Uh, you know, is, it, is Social Security going to be able to pay out as much as, as it is today? Are people with other monies only going to receive about 70% of Social Security? There's about three different ways they could adjust Social Security in the future in the next 10 years. And so it is important to look at, make sure we have other avenues there for retirement, um, not just the Social Security benefit.
1: Right. Well, Cassandra, we're going to go on a break now. So when we return, we want to do more of these retirement myths. But well, where do you want to dip into next when we get back after, after the break?
0: Yeah, well, we're going to talk a little bit more about some myths having to do with your 401k. Perfect.
1: You can also be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk one zero seven one. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm reminding you that you can find this episode and previous episodes just by going to our website, mytalk1071.com. Also, if you have any questions, feel free to hit us up there as well. Just use the keyword wealth. You can also go to their website, clearstepfinancial.com, and get any questions answered that way as well. So as we move back into these retirement myths, let's start with Cassandra. So when we were deciding that we were going to have this conversation, and I use the Royal week, mm-hmm. This is real you and Carla um so and then you allowed me to come and participate in this but um we we love it we have these as we'll put it common myths and so being Mm -hmm. able to dispel these for people it also gives them the knowledge that they need when they first set up their complimentary consultation with you to go oh I thought I'd have social security And you can go, no, maybe you don't. And they're like, oh, that's a good reason to call. And I think a lot of these myths that we're going to go throughout today are going to help with that, including the next one that we said we're going to cover, talking about your 401K. So what are the myths that are involved with that 401K and retirement, Cassandra?
0: Sure, absolutely. Real quick, on just what you said, Shannon, Mm -hmm. it's not that everyone, you know, it's either all or nothing with Social Security, depending on where people are at, too. Sometimes we do factor in a portion. So. We'll just throw that out there, too, that that you may be in that kind of in-between gray area where you may be, you'll likely have Social Security. And then maybe all of us will. We just don't know. That's the unknown. But so it's just how much of it do you factor in, Mm -hmm. right? And that's really the big question. Um, But when we move on to our 401K, that's where we see a lot of people. I I think over the years, people have gotten really wise on it's good to put an up to your match. I know we talk about that a lot. And we encourage people if they're not. But I say the majority of people, they do understand now you, ha- you put in up to your match. You're doubling your money. It's like getting a 100 percent return on day one. Right. And so most people do do that. I will say, though, I think some people and that's the common myth, think that that's enough. You, you put in up to your match and maybe that that'll do it for you. That'll get you through your retirement. Right. And that's maybe not the case.
1: The thing about 401ks, and I remember like what back when I, when I first had that, that job, that job where I'm like, okay, I actually have a 401k now. I've won. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> but, you know, and that's, you know, when you're in your twenties and it's the first time you get to that position, it does feel amazing. But then it also is very daunting when you go, there's actually mm-hmm. updates you should read and you get emails that say, here's your perspective, here's your this, here's your that. And I don't think that you really, have that foundation
0: where anybody explains it to you. Um, Right. And that's, that's one thing a lot of people are, I mean, especially we always offer to our clients. If you ever want us to review your 401k holdings, what you have available to you, sometimes there's additional options in the plan. People don't even realize, like sometimes you can actually within your 401k plan while you're working there, shift assets to almost anywhere you want to. Some plans allow that. So we evaluate all those different options with people or we help them pick kind of the best options for inside of the plan that they Mm -hmm. have available. But even if you're not a client, that's part of the consultation process. When we do complimentary consultations, we just, we evaluate all that and we look at all that for people, but it is more and more. There's also the Roth 401k option inside of plans. And I would say that That's probably that could probably be its own common myth that people don't realize it's even available in your plan. They think that uh, they don't have one, but more and more plans have been adding them. Um, I think Carla would concur with that, that they've that's been a common option that's been added into 401k plans. So that's a conversation we have, too, with people. Uh, Do you have that? Number one. Number two, how much maybe would make sense? to put in there and it's probably a different answer for everyone so Carla when we're looking at that
1: 401k match is that really just in most cases because we're talking about common cases we'll call it the bare minimum you should be doing to maximize uh, I don't want to use maximize is that the bare minimum you should be doing to set yourself up for success
2: oh what a good question mm-hmm. Shannon Uh, So a couple things, like Cassandra said, with that Roth IRA, that you have an option very often inside your 401K. Sometimes it's called a different name, though. Sometimes it's called after-tax money. So you usually have two buckets. You have a pre-tax bucket that you can put money in your 401K. The match, by the way, does go into the pre-tax bucket. The after-tax usually is an option uh, for the Roth uh at which is which that's what after tax is right it goes into a Roth where you don't you pay taxes now but later on you don't pay taxes and just a reminder all these buckets are for 59 and a half Mm -hmm. uh when you stop working or maybe you just want to pull money out at that time uh but the the other thing about retirement is that um we also look at if you're going to put money in your 401k, pre-tax, after-tax, do what you can mm-hmm. to go up to a 15% contribution. You look at your income, maybe it's 100000 right, or 200000 or whatever it is, 50000 and mm-hmm. go up to at least 15% of your contribution. And if you follow that simple rule, for the most part, again, there's a lot of variables there that we look at, we help people through, but that will help you get in the general uh, goal reaching of your retirement for your future. Do what you can to get up to that 15%. Um, we also recommend contribution to a Roth outside your 401K as long as you qualify for it. Okay. Um, you can do both. You can do after-tax in your 401K bucket as well as after-tax in an outside bucket that we help you with. Uh, just to be able to manage through some of these market conditions as well, we, we make that recommendation.
1: Right. And Cassandra, as we wrap up over the next minute and a half, when we uh, a lot of what we do over at uh, ClearStep Financial is talking about the variety of different savings type buckets uh, mm-hmm. that you'll have. So when we're talking about the 401ks and those Roths, that's our long-term bucket, right? That is, yep, okay. you're absolutely right,
0: Shannon. Shannon, okay. you could probably do this part. Nope. Yes, that is, that is our, that's your long-term what? money. We talked about those three different buckets. Just to recap some of the previous conversations we've had is that you, you want to have money in, in time frame, as far as time frames go, in three different buckets. Mm-hmm. You want to have your short-term, your kind of medium, midterm, and then your long term. And what we when we talk about the four hundred one k's, the Roths, the IRAs, all those retirement type funds, those are definitely in that long term bucket.
1: Right. So you want to, as much as possible, be able to find a good strategy, uh, regularly put money into those things, and then plan on leaving it there until you're you're at least. Did you say is that the fifty nine and a half one or is that the seventy two one? Which which? 50, can, well,
0: fifty nine, yeah, fifty nine and a half is when they kind of draw the line as far as you cross this finish line, right? You don't have any more penalties to pull money out. That's kind of the line the government says we're not going to penalize you after fifty nine and a half to pull money out. It's just an incentive for you to leave it in there so that you have more money for retirement, gotcha. right? Mm-hmm. And so the seventy two though mark. That's where in any IRA money or money that you've not paid taxes on, that's tax deferred, that's when you have to start drawing a certain percentage out of that every year once you hit 72 now.
1: Perfect. All right. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about these retirement myths, including are you thinking you're going to work through retirement? I'm sure Cassandra and Carla have some opinions on that. You can also be part of the show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 with ClearStep Financial. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071, also available at mytalk1071.com. You use that keyword, health and wealth. I have Cassandra and Carla, the mother-daughter team from ClearStep Financial, on the phone. Also reminding you, I know that we might go to the phones in a second, so we're going to let Producer Sonny talk to a couple of people i just wanted to warn our ladies on the line so um cassandra we were talking about and we're going to bring carla into this conversation as well i think that a lot of this is you know we're going hey you know what i'm feeling really good even though i'm coming to retirement age we're living longer we're living healthier you know we i I need something to do i don't want to shut things down so people are Mm -hmm. i think uh, quite often Planning, you know, my mom's husband is a great example of that. I don't know when he's going to retire, you know, because he's enjoying (laughs) his job. He can still do it functionally wise. He doesn't feel, you know, I kind of feel like he doesn't know what he would do, even though he's technically in that retirement age. So a lot of people do plan to work through retirement. I already have that in my head that I'm like, I want whatever Mm -hmm. job I'm doing at that point in my life to be something that I love, not I have to. And is that what a conversation that you have often with your clients?
0: It is. Yeah, it absolutely is. And it's funny. Um, mom, when you talk, I know she is, she's definitely in that category of hashtag, I'm going to work forever. Right. So she just, I, I really, I don't know what, mom, I don't know what you would do if you didn't have something to keep you occupied. This woman, she doesn't know how to turn on a TV. Is um, that right, so Carla? Just, and I love that. Yeah. I love that about her. Okay. So what I would say is we do have those conversations uh, with people. And a lot of people do say, well, I'm just going to work forever. And for some people, I think that it, that plan will, quote, work for them. Mm-hmm. But I think there's other people that it could be health situations. It could be unforeseen other life circumstances that may prevent that from happening. And so we've, we've also seen the flip side of that, that that's maybe in your head, that you're going to keep working, and that's where part of your income or maybe most of your income will come from. Um, But that may or may not happen. Right.
1: Yes, Yes. Producer Sonia has a question. This is a real question. We technically can't even have this caller because we only have two lines, right? Hmm. On the air. So I just might have to Can you ask the question for them? Here's what I think. No, here's what we're going to do. Producer Sonny, what you're going to do real quick is that you're going to put Cassandra and Carla on hold. Okay. So they're going to be on hold, so they should be able to hear her. We're going to let our caller, Mary, come in. She's going to ask her question. If we need to regurgitate it back to our experts, Cassandra and Carla, we will do that. So you ready in there, everybody? We are juggling balls here at My Talk One O seven one. Okay. Yeah, kind of thing. So here's where we're going. Mary, are you with us here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show? Hello. Hello, Mary. Hello. So we so are every got, time. Every got, time I get a raise, whatever. Hmm. Oh no, <laughs> we lost her. Okay, so she's got Mary's going to call back. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. So, so we're going to gonna, so so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to relay in the meantime so we can start on Mary's call. Uh, so Cassandra, as she was starting to say, every time she gets a raise, she wants to increase what she puts into her 401k. That percentage. <laughs> I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I got it. it. All right. So we're going to hold on a second. Okay. Don't rush. Everything's cool. This is all fine. Yeah. (laughs) Just slowly dial some buttons. It is not a big deal. And so in the meantime, I'm going to remind everybody that they can go to MyTalk1071.com. They can get this information. They can get previous ones. They can send us questions there as well. Just email the show. The other thing that they can do is that they can sign up for that complimentary consultation over at ClearStepFinancial.com. It is a great way to start getting all of these questions answered. So we have Carla who's on the line first, and so we're going to put her on hold, and then we're going to call Cassandra back, and that'll be good. Carla, I don't know if you heard part of that call, and I think Mary's also calling us as well. So what we're going to do, is that we are going to hold on a second and (laughs) I'm enjoying this as as uh, because I don't know anybody who's listening. Producer Sonny's like my little sister. And so I am the 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 Gen Xer that's watching my millennial sister have to sit in there and start juggling these balls. And I'm getting kind of like a weird joy out of it. I kind of like watching her work. So that's all good. So in the meantime, let's pull up Carla for me real quick and kick Carla <laughs> on the line. Hey, Carla. So here's what we were going to. And we were talking about Marion. And if Mary calls back, we'll go ahead and figure out her question as well. But I believe what she was leaning into was the fact that, you know, when she gets a raise, you want to increase your perception and you want to put more into it, but how do you start making those decisions and 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 one of the other myths you've mentioned before is that people may get an increase in their wages, but they immediately ramp up their lifestyle to take up that instead of moving towards what their future financial goals are. Does that happen often Carla?
2: Yeah, well, you know every situation is a little bit different with people, so it, it all depends on, are you putting your 15% away, though? Right. You know, that's mm-hmm. the first goal. Before you increase lifestyle, before you buy that new car, uh, are you able to just maintain your your discipline in your life uh, to be able to get up to that first, sit down with a financial advisor, make sure you're putting enough away, mm-hmm. make sure you're diversified in your taxes, pre-tax and after-tax.
1: Oh, that's okay. Just lock her in. We're going to hit lock on that button. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so she's locked. We're going to call, call her back. And I'm believing this is Cassandra. So Cassandra, if, uh, what we were up to yes. is that, you know, so your mom was talking about putting in, making sure that you are, in, you know, if you do get an increase in wages, make sure that you can get up to that 15%. And, and is it sometimes, you know, I, I everybody, you know, myself included, we have some things where you're going, but I really need A. So is it fair to go, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take care of the, if you are sure that it's a need, you're going to take care of that need, correct? And then make sure that you can continue to increase what you're thinking for for your future. How do we help them make that mental shift?
0: Yep. Here's what I would say to that, and that's a really good question, is that if you start with, a goal. Mm-hmm. And and you look at what's your retirement goal, what are your savings goals? And then you have other goals too. All mm-hmm. your goals obviously aren't, you know, financially related. Right. So, if you look at what your specific goals are, but when we specifically look at financial, you'll when we meet with people, you know then once we're finished talking, exactly how much right. you should be saving, yes. right? Let's mm-hmm. let's say it's X amount of dollars. If you're not there yet and you get that raise, then it's your decision to say, okay, I have this extra I know what my goal is for savings, but I really got to take care of this, and this is really important. Then, then there, you, then then you make that decision, right? I think a lot of it just has to do with the empowerment of having all the information to be able to make the right decisions for yourself. And and the other thing I'll say is that I have seen more and more people once you know what you're trying to work towards and what your goal is it becomes so much easier to decide what is a want versus a need. Right. And so I think that just brings all that into perfect clarity, right? It's almost like putting on a pair of glasses all of a sudden if, you're, if your vision was blurry. All of a sudden you can see exactly what will take you towards your goals and what direction to go and what decisions to make. And I've seen people be so creative on ways to free up money once they realized why they were doing it, What it was for, how it was benefiting them, and how they were on track then financially.
1: Right, and uh, uh, producer Sonny, if you can just get their questions, and I'll have you just come on the air and ask their questions for them. Uh, And Carla, what I was thinking as well when you were giving your uh, starting this answer is that it does kind of require that mental shift and. reminding yourself that this is an empowering thing because one of the things you've mentioned before is that people hear the word budget and they immediately go, oh, this is such a drag and don't see the things that empower them by doing this and planning for their retirement, right?
2: Well, people need to see their numbers. Mm -hmm. And so first off, you set a goal, right? You set a goal of retirement. You set a goal, maybe of early retirement and like Cassandra said, you set your different goals. Maybe part of it's vacation. Maybe part of it's a goal of having a certain amount of money in a emergency, three to six, I don't like to call it emergency, then we have emergencies, right? So right. if you call it three to six months of income set aside, um, th- then you, those are all the goals that we r- really want to encourage people. And then you might have your own goals, right? right. So it's important to make sure you're on track those goals. And if you have income, additional income, uh, it's a good time to evaluate where you're at. Uh, Do I have enough put away for my long-term savings? Right. Uh, Short-term savings. Maybe you have a big jump in income and you're able to take that excess. And, you know, if you have everything else lined up, you could put it toward more of a short-term saving, maybe a vacation goal or maybe vacation for the future or a, a second home or... I mean, there's so many goals out there, but just you know, we always look to make sure debt-free. Um, and, you know, with the credit card debts and so forth, you put money away for your savings, your 15% for your future, and then uh, you make sure you have your your three to six months of income set aside. Uh, then you can start setting those other goals that you may have uh, for your family or for your future, uh, and then finally, maybe even pay off that that home. Right. You know, it's, Home Depth there. And we
1: appreciate uh, all of our callers that call in here to My Talk 1071 at that 651 641 1071. The other thing that's great about it is that Cassandra and Carla are both actual real people. So when you call in, we can even get your information. If you're like, hey, I just want to get this. Off my plate right now. I know that I can call them later. But instead, I would rather just call right now while I have the time. We can get your information. Make sure we pass it along to Cassandra and Carla and they will follow up with you. And so, Producer Sonny, I know we had a couple people calling. Can we get one of their questions? What were you thinking? Absolutely. Yes. Hold on. I was getting ready for the break. So, Mary's actual question about the raising her 401k Mm -hmm. was, is it okay to change your contribution to 401k? Like, if if you get a raise, is it okay to raise it? the contribution, and then if, like, you need some money or something, is it okay to lower the contribution? Oh, okay. That, and that mm-hmm. So that was a good question. So does it affect them if they go, hey, yeah. I'm going to bump it up to 15%, but now that feels a little tight, right. I'm going to bring it back down to 10 or or something like that. So, Cassandra, Carla, what do you think?
2: Well, it's important to reevaluate your goals at that time to make sure you're achieving. You know, it's a good time just to look at what you're putting where, if you're going to make an adjustment, just reevaluate, maybe go through your numbers again, and just look to see, are you putting enough long-term, short-term, and in your different buckets? And then maybe you can pull back because your income has gone up, right? So maybe you can pull back. But um, remember, if your income goes up, then you're going to need that additional income for your future as well because usually lifestyle goes up a little bit as well.
1: Fair enough. And I can imagine if I was married. Mary. Um, I'm an English major, Cassandra and Carla, in case I hadn't mentioned that to you before. Whoa. So I am not the best at math. The only reason I got through college math is because I took nothing else that semester. Um, mm-hmm. So sometimes, even though I think I'm doing the math right, I'm like, hey, I can live on this. Let's bump it up to 25% because I'm an optimist. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> I start it and I start getting those paychecks. And I'm like, oh, that was too high. So I could see myself even doing what a am married and going, I I thought I could live on this. And, and yes, some of it might be based upon you increased your lifestyle and those things. But sometimes it's just I'm bad at really knowing what that's going to look like <laughs> ahead of time. So can <laughs> you do when you work with uh, your your clients, can you help them go, well, here's what this check will probably look like if you increase it to this? Can you help me troubleshoot that so I don't just pick a number out of the ether and then go, well, never mind. Now I'm uh, I, now I'm living on right. less money than I need.
0: Yeah, you want to have, right, absolutely. You want to have an idea because you're right. You, you don't want to be all of a sudden surprised and then you're you're struggling to make ends meet for a month or two. So, yeah, we we help people have an idea and make sure that what they're doing, like Carla said, when you get a raise, adding it to your 401k may or may not be the best place right. to, to add additional funds. That's why she said that. But most 401k companies will let you increase it and decrease it. For, you know, when you need to, um, I know some do have rules about you can do it on certain time frames, but gotcha. most of them are pretty flexible. But if you were concerned about that, you could certainly find out from your company ahead of time before you did it. Right.
1: So we are going to go into our final break. When we come back for our last segment, we have some other retirement myths we want to cover, including what, Cassandra?
0: Well, including some things about Medicare, that okay. if you're at that point or close, you just want to make sure you're not uh, Making these assumptions.
1: Right. Well, if you would like to get on that, hey, we want them to call us backlist. You can call us at 651-641-1071. You can also sign up for that complimentary consultation at clearstepfinancial.com and we'll be right back. You're listening to the financial health and wealth show here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. You can always get this episode and previous episodes on our website, mytalk1071.com. Uh, I am so excited that we are covering this topic um, because you hear this is one of those things, Cassandra and Carla, where, you know, you hear commercials and they talk about Medicare and they, all they do is just make you anxious. I'm like, do I know enough? Do I not know enough? What am I supposed to do? What am I not supposed to do? Is it a thing? I don't even know what the words mean. Sometimes they get so jumbled up and we've done whole shows on Mm -hmm. Medicare. But um, when we're talking about these retirement myths, uh, it does come up very often. They're like, hey, you know what? Medicare is going to cover all my medical costs. So I'm good. I don't have to think about anything else. Right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And the reality is, is a common myth. Yep. And what's the reality?
2: So I just wanted to clarify um, for those uh, listeners that I am not all that old. I know you can make (laughs) me sound like I'm very old, but that's not the case. (laughs) What? (laughs) I love
0: you, Carla. As long as we're talking about Medicare, and I'm not on Medicare, so who said you were old? Are you putting that on yourself?
1: She's just like, no, you're, we don't. Th- I love that she stood up for herself because we do tease her a bit. Um, no, we love you and <laughs> your okay. boomer We love and you and you know your boomer we,
2: we love the callers that call in <laughs> for questions, too, because there's a lot of questions out there yes. that people, you know, sometimes you can Google things, but you don't know if it pertains to you. So, right. So uh, we really want to help uh, people maneuver through these goals, uh, financial goals that people have. but. You and know, you're Medicare right, Carla. You are, Carla. You a, are not that when old. You're Let me. Sixty-five within five Wait,
1: months. wait, wait, Carla. Wait a minute. You are not that old. We're just teasing you. So everybody out there, she's right. She's not that old. She's just the one that is close <laughs> enough to retirement that cassandra and i can poke at her so like she is not old at all like no we know what old is old was our 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 poor dearly departed uh betty white so we got you carla you are right Mm -hmm. you are spry and energetic so no no
2: yeah i love it i love it (laughs) um Mm -hmm. yeah so the medicare is is an interesting because you want to make sure you sign up for it within mm-hmm. a few months before and a few months after. You have that window of five months, I believe, uh, to sign up without penalties. So you just want to pay attention to that. But, you know, it is a, a it does cover most things, but not everything. There there can be co-pays, deductibles, and it does not, you know, this is one of, I know Cassandra can talk more about this, but this is one of the misconceptions. Some people think it covers long-term care, okay. which is when, you're in either assisted living or a long-term care facility uh, because you need help with clothing, eating, Mm -hmm. uh, transportation, whatever it is, right? It does not cover that. It covers, I believe, 100 days, but it doesn't cover any more than that. That money needs to come out of your pocket or a long-term care uh, uh, medical insurance that you may have. So Mm -hmm. Cassandra, go ahead.
0: Sure yeah, and that and that you're absolutely right, I think that is one of the biggest uh, a big misconception is when it comes to long term care. I think sometimes people think that uh, Medicare covers that, and it doesn't now, if you have spent all your money or if you don't have as much in the assets um and you spend it down to a certain point, which is very, very, very little, then uh, Medicaid will kick in. but the thing about that to remember is is if that is your kind of your plan for long-term care or for being able to cover the expense of that, you have very little say at that point on where you go. You okay. could be sent across the state. You could be um, put, you know, almost anywhere around. that. You, and you Again, you wouldn't have control over what facility you were going to necessarily. Um, and you could be put in a room that had multiple people potentially. Okay. So when the state or the government is, is in charge of what your, you know, long-term care um or your needs would look like at that point, you just have to know that that you may or may not like what they're what they're you know, what the options are that you have at that point. So if you are able to do some planning ahead of time and if you know, if you're able to put some things in place that will help cover some of those costs or you have a plan for that, you just have a lot money. You have more options. You have more options, you have more control, um and that's really the name of the game.
1: Right. Well, we have about five minutes left, Cassandra and Carla. So um, one of the things that you have brought up before is that sometimes people go, hey, I should have started this when I was 15 and I didn't start saving. It's too late for me to start now.
2: Yeah, you know what? That's. Mm-hmm. Probably one of my favorite topics mm-hmm. is that it's never too late to start saving for retirement. I know I started later, mm-hmm. uh, just because I raised my kids in my twenties, right? And so, but she's not old, just so everyone I, knows. I'm not old though, so <laughs> I, so that's that's it, right? And mm-hmm. not, but but I so I started later, and it's ne- you're never too late to start. We have programs and plans for people too that. Um, that you know that maybe are starting now but you got you have a certain amount of years right you have maybe you have 10 years maybe you have 15 20 years maybe you have a shorter amount and you're going to be working longer but there's all different scenarios there life our life journey takes us all different places but just start you know it's never too late Uh, it's never too late if you're working to put money in your 401k your Roth Mm -hmm. uh, business accounts as well and Uh, just, you know, I I always say part of life is enjoy the journey. You know, there's really no mistakes. We are where we're at in our life uh, for our choices, and and we move forward from there, and and we we really make those decisions from this moment on. Right.
1: And the last thing we're going to cover today is one that really hits home with me, that myth of I can do it on my own. You know, all of us do-it-yourselfers mm-hmm. out there, they're like, I, I should be able to figure this out on my own. You let your pride get in the way of your own self-interest sometimes. And I i know I'm not the only person that had to go through that journey and go, no, you are allowed to have support and educators and those type of things, like what we do over at at Clear Step Financial.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll just say, yeah, I think you don't know what you don't know. I think right. that's probably the biggest thing, mm-hmm. is that if if you are not... Um, fully engrossed in, you know, the financial industry like we are on a day to day basis, you just don't know what's available to you. So you might be doing the best you can with the information you have. And, and you may get through retirement just fine that way. But that's a whole lot to, um, to bank on when there's a lot of variables at play and things are constantly changing and whether it's, you know, from a tax perspective or from a time frame perspective or from a risk standpoint. Right. There's a whole lot that could go right for you, but there's a whole lot that could go wrong. So I think just having some additional eyes on you know, your your retirement and the future of your retirement, you may or may not want to bank on a, a do it yourself project. So that that's one myth I think sometimes People when they sit down, they do realize, okay, there's quite a lot more that maybe I hadn't considered. And Carla,
1: you and also have mentioned that taking the like you help manage those emotions when you're making these decisions.
2: Right, that's important. And you know, there's different strategies that you invest in along the way to accumulate toward your goals or financial retirement. But then there's different strategies you may need to use when you start take drawing an income. So that's why it's so important to work with a financial advisor because at different times of your life, where it, it makes more sense to be able to shift into strategies that meet your financial goals because things do change, markets change, economies change, your goals, uh, time horizons, risk tolerance. Those are all variables that we look at and evaluate.
1: Right. Well, we have about a minute to wrap up. So, Cassandra, let's remind everybody that they can go to your website and sign up for all of those amazing webinars that are coming up.
0: Absolutely. ClearStepFinancial.com under events. We have a special on uh, my talk page. You can go to ClearStepFinancial.com forward slash MyTalk. That'll take you right to a place where you can uh, put your information and let us know that you'd like a consultation. Our events page has all the webinars. You can always call us, 651-600-0855. And uh, just a couple quick last-minute reminders. You can still contribute to Roth IRAs. uh, And then 401K and simple IRA limits went up this year. So if you're maxing them out, make sure that you increase your contributions this year. And I hate to put you on the spot, but do we know what
1: we're covering next yet or are we surprising everybody?
0: Shannon, it's your
1: favorite. What? Life insurance? (laughs) <laughs> yes, the gift of love. It's the gift of love, Shannon. I'm excited. I'm excited. So everybody tune in next week to our Financial Health and Wealth Show. We're going to cover the gift of love, how you should uh, pay, uh, take care of you and your family with that life insurance. Reminding you again, go to clearstepfinancial.com, sign up for that complimentary consultation, or keep in touch with us here. It's mytalk1071.com, keyword wealth. Thanks, Cassandra. Thanks, Carla. Talk to you next week.